This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What? Okay. Oh my gosh. Hey siblings, you're listening to I Have to Call My Sister. But you already know that. My name is Stacy and my name is Kayla. Need a pump up? We got you. We'll say it like it is. And yeah, maybe laugh a little obnoxiously. <laughs> oh my god, just start the show. Hey everybody, we have a really, really good guest today. Oh, started off real strong there, Stacey. Hey everybody, we have a really good guest today. I'm so excited, and I'm excited I'm excited because now we've actually already interviewed her and she's like so much better than I ever thought. I love her. She's so sweet, kind, whatever. But I'm excited for the wrong reasons. I'm excited because she talks to the most famous A-list celebrity. No, so okay, somehow so in offensive. my head, no, 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 I'm obsessed with her. But somehow in my head, I'm like, this brings me closer to these A-list celebrities. Because we talked to her and she's talked to them. Yeah. <laughs> it's the closest I'll ever get to an A-list celebrity. <laughs> um, but... A lot of you will probably all already know her. It's interesting because we've had two Priyankas on this show, but this is a different Priyanka. This is not the drag queen. <laughs> yeah, this is Priyanka Wally, not Wally, my dog. Oh, as, you'll, as you'll, as you'll <laughs> hear in a second, the first thing, first fact Kayla decided to tell her was that her dog is the same name as her, so that's good. Okay, Priyanka Wally is a doctor. She's a comedian. She's a fellow podcaster, and she co-hosts a podcast with Sean Hayes, who... I feel like everybody knows from like Will and Grace. What is his name in it? Jack. And he also hosts the famous podcast called Smartless. Uh, they have a podcast called Hypochondry Actor. Hilarious. Um, so guess what kind of guests they've had. They've had guests like Will Arnett, Leslie Odom Jr., Jimmy Kimmel, Alec Baldwin, Dax Shepard, Max Greenfield, Idina Menzel, Conan O'Brien, Chelsea Handler, Robert Downey Jr., Megan Trainer, Justin Long, Bonnie Hunt. This is just to name there's, a few. Yeah, and there's like so many more than that. Like I just, no, I, I was panicking because I was like, I just like so badly want to say these names, but then there's like too many to put. We'd be talking for 30 minutes about all her interviewers. Yeah. I know. Like, anyway, she's funny. She's smart. And beautiful. We are so excited that we got to have her be a guest on our podcast. Everybody welcome Priyanka. Hello, Priyanka. How are Hello. you? I'm doing great. So excited to be here. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're so excited to have you. And is it Priyanka Wally? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exactly Priyanka right. Wally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, amazing. I, I will just point out I have a dog named Wally, so I love it. Oh, So she nice. got really excited. Okay, yeah. interesting. Just, okay. She's just like, side oh, note, well, side note. I'm a different kind of bitch, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. Like, first thing on the podcast we say is, my dog has the same name as you. She's like, great. What have I gotten myself <laughs> <Yeah>. into? <laughs> uh, Perfect. That's um, so okay, I just want to I, I want to quickly ask, where are you based out of right now? Like, are I'm, you in LA? I'm, I'm uh, recording from Berkeley, California, where I reside. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I live in right. the Bay Area, and I I work up here. I'm curious, what is the temperature there? And I'll try to figure out in our Canadian way of saying. Well, it. it's really. I mean, I have the heater going, so it's it's quite toasty in here. Um, outside, the last time I checked, like last night, it was 40 degrees. Okay, so which 40 I don't know means. Is the, 40 minus 30 yeah. broken in half. So that's five degrees Celsius. Oh, so we're like the yeah. same. Yeah, we're actually yeah. the same. That's really weird. Really? Yeah. Well, no, it's minus it, it, right but now. It, but yeah, it's we're cold. You're minus. I mean, yeah, you have to be colder than the Bay. It was really cold last night. Yeah. So we we go. The, wow, this is like so interesting off the top. <laughs> we go in. We go in Celsius versus like Fahrenheit, right? So I always have to try to figure it out. So yeah. like 
for us, it's approximately five degrees, which means like that yeah, yeah, is yeah. cold. And in my head, yeah, it's cold. you know how everybody thinks Canadians are, we're always just in igloos and stuff. In my head, I was thinking yeah. you were like beach weather. <laughs> always with like in sand. saunas. Yeah, yeah just a sauna. Right. No, no, no. I wish. I wish it actually gets really cold here. But obviously, I'm not going to be complaining about the weather at all. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, it's totally it's it was definitely like you know you need to bundle up for sure so do you get snow so. have you ever gotten snow there no there's no snow okay. but i mean i just have like a weak system i think for <laughs> cold weather i think i'm just like weak but it's funny because ethnically i'm kashmiri pundit so that's from northern india like where the himalayas are where it's obviously like snowing yeah. cold so i i think like my ancestors are so disappointed <laughs> yeah. in me because i'll i'll be like going outside in 40 degree weather and i'll just be like eh, so you're weak. Like, so me. weak. Yeah. yeah i love how you're calling it weak like yeah. not not <laughs> cold just weak <laughs> <laughs> yeah because my ancestors were yeah. like dealing with like himalayan cold tundra yeah. your ancestors stuff, would be so proud yeah. of us right now yeah in our like winter coats and hats it would, yeah anyway yes. <laughs> okay so now that we've like oh talked goodness. about the weather and we started off like super strong yeah i know and the one thing though it's like i i don't understand we're already this evolved in terms of civilization we really should standard temperature already like this whole celsius fahrenheit thing i'm just like come on let's just, just make, make it, it warm. but did you know already. it's like pr- it's america yeah. it's just america though like it like oh it's all i know just everything america. is just america <laughs> i know it's like like in yeah. england they do celsius and kilometers instead of miles and that's the same as us and then when we yeah. go to the u.s we're like oh god am i speeding or not i don't know <laughs> <laughs> right right exactly <laughs> Okay, so Priyanka, you are like a woman of many talents. So in in our little intro to you, we talk about how you're a doctor, how you're a fellow podcaster, how you're a stand-up comedian. Like what? (laughs) So can you tell us, like, can we go back? I want I'm so interested to know, like, tell us what came first, how you got into all of these careers. Like these are very very different yeah. careers. I know. <laughs> so I'm, I'm so aware. interested. I, yeah, you're like, this is uh, this is probably a question people ask you every day. Um, so tell us, like, when I ask myself this. Every yeah. day. <laughs> so what when am did I you doing? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, so it goes it goes so far back. I mean, just some some disclosure about like my my family lineage. I mean, I I have doctors on both sides of the family and it goes back like everyone is in the healing profession in some capacity like my my parents are doctors their siblings are doctors their siblings kids are doctors my great-grandfather was one of the first anesthesiologists in Kashmir like it goes back right so it's like I joke about how I basically came out of the womb holding a stethoscope like it was just like destined you know um so medicine was already always like in my family and so by the time I went to med school to be really honest it wasn't like a big deal for my family and you know how like some families like when their kids get into med school they're like having these huge celebrations it's such an honor and (laughs) in my family it was just like business as usual um yeah 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 yeah. it's like it's like when I got my job at Starbucks like probably just as excited (laughs) like my family your family like (laughs) so yeah so but you know I always have had this artistic performing arts side to me um you know and uh when I was in med school I joined this improv troupe to just try and blow off some steam and um didn't get a chance to do that as much as med school progressed uh, for obvious reasons. It just got really hectic and busy. And, yeah. um, then I went to residency and I was working 80 hours a week and I was just like, God, this is a lot. I, I really wish I could just blow off some steam. I just want to let, let have a place to let this energy out. Cause I can't just be this doctor robot all the time and stand up. I had never done before and it was a solo art and I kind of had this fear around it. And I was also like, well, I should face my fears. And so I just tried stand up, and, um, I, my first set was at a laundromat slash open <laughs> mic. Yeah. And I did some material and I got offered a showcase cause there happened to be a booker in the 
the audience uh, just hanging out. And one thing sort of led to another and um, things just really grew. And uh, through stand-up, then I got into acting. And then through acting, I um, started doing more performance art, wrote a solo show. um, And then at some point, you know, ran into Sean and, um, you know, he was really interested in medicine. And that's how I ended up doing the podcast. And, um, you know, just, it just kept sort of evolving, but I've, I've always had a part of me that's like really interested in science and educating. And there's a part of me that's just like really interested in play and just like yeah. being yeah, silly. Yeah, yeah. So wait, yeah. I have a question. I need to go like way back to the f- like beginning of what you said. Yeah. When you joined the improv team in medical school, yeah. was it like people from all different programs or was it a full medical team? Oh, improv team? first of all, it had nothing to do with the university. So I found, Okay. <laughs> this like small theater in East LA. I went to med school at USC, so it's in it's in Los Angeles, like East Side. And uh, I found this small theater in East LA. They called themselves <laughs> Lizard Theater, and um, they okay. <laughs> they were the lizard people. <laughs> and I auditioned for the. He was like, "All right, let's have you audition." And he was like, what do you do? And I was like, I'm a med student and I just need to like get out. I need to like just do something different. <laughs> and he was like, okay, um, let's do a scene and you're going to play a doctor and, you know, do whatever you want. And that I was so glad for that specific role. So I basically, I had like so much angst. I had all this like pent up angst and rage. So I played this like really mean doctor, like every single thing that I could never do in real life. I played that yeah. on stage, like worst bedside manner, total asshole, all the things. And the guy that was running the theater, he was like laughing. Like, I mean, he was busting a gut and, and, and I was just like oh my god this feels amazing and he's laughing so he's like oh no you're like definitely you're like you got in like you're gonna be a part of the troupe and so we would do like improv stuff like and have shows and stuff and yeah it was so so good for my mental health those first two years did you Stacey think that she meant like a group of doctors in the hospital went and did like improv in the no, hospital. No, no, no. I was wondering if it was like her, like through her university, if it was only med students that signed up for the improv team. And I was just picturing this improv team filled with med students. I'm like, was it funny? No, like, I don't no, know. All for yeah. men- all no, for their was, mental oh, health. No. It was the lizard theater, and that's yeah. fine. Yeah. But this is, but here's what I was thinking as you were saying this. One, to join an improv team is so scary. Two, then she goes, you know what? Maybe I'll just do it solo. Like, that is <laughs> so scary. And I feel like those are like, I don't know, it seems, and I'm wondering if it was like because of your medical profession or something, it seems like you're also like a very big risk taker. Like those are things like I'm a performer. I do not want to do stand up comedy or nor will I ever. Yeah. You just seem like a risk taker. Are you like that in other areas of your life? Yeah. So this is such a great question, right? Like, because I think a a normal, well-developed nervous system would have a normal response to be scared to do these things. I, <laughs> yeah. I don't think my nervous system is wired. I think I'm just wired differently. And it honestly, it probably has a lot to do with my early childhood traumas that basically change my nervous system to basically not feel the kind of anticipatory fear that I think is normal to fear in these types of situations. I mean, when I would go on stage, I'll never forget, you know, when I auditioned at Lizard Theater or when I started doing stand-up more regularly, it was in those moments that I would be performing that I actually felt really present. And that's why I kept coming back because it was like bringing me into this present moment. And I don't think, I think most normal people do not have that reaction. No. Yeah. So they, they would they'd be the opposite totally. of present because that, that sometimes when I when people are nervous or scared in those situations like that's when they're not themselves. Okay, then jumping on that question, I'm sure there are very many pros to that. Are there ever any cons to being like that in life? Yeah, I mean like I, I know there are pros like, you know, like you now you're fearless and you'll do comedy, but does that ever like hinder your life in any way not having that fear yeah I think it's it's been a process for me learning how to basically chill out and like live life in balance (laughs) you know because when I was first starting comedy um I was I had this sort of energy and this zest for it where I would be working all day and then at night I would be like going to these open mics and you know when I'd come home that night you know after the high of performing it takes a while for your nervous 
system to settle in. So like I wouldn't go to sleep yes. until way later, you know, just because you need that time mm -hmm. to settle yourself down. And so I realized like several years in, I was like, this is not a good lifestyle. This is not like yeah. really a healthy lifestyle. And honestly, I think one of the perks of the pandemic for me was that it forced me to stop and sort of yeah. take a step back 100%. and reevaluate and be like, wait, is this really good for me? And if the yeah. pandemic had never happened, I would have never achieved that insight. And so now I'm yeah. just like a lot more mindful about the shows I do or the lifestyle because I, I, I can't go back to that way because it was, I think, taking its toll on my health. For well, it's sure. interesting, too, because it sounds like it's the most innocent thing possible, but it sounds like you were like addicted to something like you're addicted to comedy yeah. at night and you're like having your benders, like doing your open mics and stuff. Yeah. And then you literally had to think about your health. And it's literally like being addicted to, to a, a different feeling yeah. than what you were doing during the day. Yeah. Right. So that's very interesting. Yeah. And I know what you mean about the pandemic, because I have a similar lifestyle to you where it's just like go, right. go, 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 go all the time. And the pandemic forced me to stop. And when everybody else was upset, Oh, I'm stuck inside the house. I was like, whoa, this is the first time I've yeah. ever been forced to stay right. and not do something right now. So it was almost like therapeutic in a, in a it was a negative that was also totally, positive, right? So, totally. Yeah. 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 Um, so you mentioned with Sean, like that's how, cause I, I'm curious how you met yeah. Sean and how you guys, I want to know how you started this podcast, who came up with the idea. I want, I find that yeah. all very interesting. Okay. So I actually first met Sean's production company, his business partner, Todd Milliner, who runs Hazy Mills Productions, who's, pr which is producing Hypochondriactor. So they found me um they found I think it was through some of my stuff online like YouTube they they were just like they approached me and they were like hey like we want to meet you and I was like okay <laughs> so I went to LA and I met them and they were like you know we're looking to do something medical and you know we're looking for like cool doctors that are like more you know camera ready if you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. and um and so I I basically like was like well well, this is my deal. This is my story, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, you're super cool. And so we actually were in conversation and the in initial plan was to pitch it like a TV show, but then the pandemic happened. And so it all got canceled. And then they came back in the pandemic and they were like, well, we're doing a podcast now and we want to make a medical show. And like, we thought of you and I was like, oh my gosh, like I would love I to I feel like they this. literally so hit the jackpot. Well, and I also <laughs> feel like, no, I, no seriously, they were like, we need a medical person, but she's also a comedian. Like, yeah. I feel like you can't, like, <laughs> like you just fit their description, like, to a T. What they were searching for, they found. But I also feel like, I feel like that sounds like a, like, that just doesn't happen to people. Like, you just casually got a call and was like, would you like, like, that's a, were you freaking out? Or you know, just, like, I wasn't cool? freaking out. I, I wasn't freaking out because I think for many, many years, you know, whenever um, people would ask me, like, why are you doing stand up? Like, what's your end point? Yeah. What is your goal? I would always even before I met the folks at Hazy Mills, I was always like, well, I'm not entirely sure, but I know I would love to do something where I help educate people about medical stuff and incorporate comedy. So I was like putting that out there in You're the like universe manifesting for like it. years. Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, like I was broadcasting that for years and years. So then um, by the time this opportunity arose, uh, I had also been doing another podcast with another comedian called Pre-Existing mm -hmm. Condition that we, we were interviewing comedians about their medical issues. And so I was just doing that for fun. So by the time Hypo came around, I was I just felt You're like, like this really is ready supposed for to it. Happen. It just felt yeah, like the exactly. next step. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I wasn't freaking out. I, in fact, my first thought was more like, okay, great. Like the stakes are going to be higher. Like, are you going to like, make sure you say content that's evidence-based that's reliable. Like people are going to listen to this yeah. for advice. Like, you know, like I felt this sense of duty of like, all right, the stakes are higher. Like, what are you going to show yeah. for and it? And I love that you went into it thinking that rather than like, oh my gosh, I get to co-host a podcast with Sean Hayes. These people came to me. I didn't have to, like you were thinking like, 
I have to teach people. I have a responsibility. I have to use my, yes, yeah, like, and I love I, that yeah. so much because that just, it shows in your podcast. Oh, I yeah, love your thanks. podcast, by the way. I listen to it all the oh, time. thank you. So yeah, thank I just, you, so you can much. tell, you can tell <laughs> listening to you, you're so genuine and funny and like so knowledgeable and it really, really shows that like you, you have this true passion rather than just doing it just to do it, you know? And Oh, thank you so much. That really means yeah. so much to Now me. that we've met her and talked to you for a bit, I actually feel like I know what her answer <laughs> is going to be to our next question because Kayla over here, same as me, I, I'm not going to say I'm not like this, but Kayla is very, um, she loves the life of like celebrity and I'm gets just like, like starstruck. I just find it all very fascinating. <laughs> she, if we meet anybody, like we we've said, we said when we first started our podcast, like one time Kayla met like Frankie Muniz from Malcolm in the Middle, and she was mm-hmm. she almost yeah, she yeah, almost like him. blacked out. Like, like was he had pass like out. zero security guards with him, and I was like, <laughs> I like they needed them because of me. Like, yeah, like I was she's, like panicking oh so this was in person oh, yeah. yeah i saw him in person. no in person and this was when okay. she was like a teenager and she's like ever since then like she like almost blacked out and then she realized oh my god i get starstruck so so but wh- i wow. but in my defense so we've had a few i would say celebrities on our podcast yeah, we have and i so, well, I, I don't know i don't want to be like humble here <laughs> but then i at first yeah, yeah, yeah. like the very first interview i did with like the the biggest celebrity like i did blackout <laughs> but then now oh, literally like i literally was like oh, like sits there and like, staring like, and she's supposed to ask a question and i'm hitting her knee under the I'm table i'm just like full panic mode <laughs> and but she'll be now like, i've gotten a lot better because i've yeah. i've i'm now like oh these people are just people right um so yeah but yeah. I'm, I'm slightly doing it again because i'm like holy crap you've you have interviewed like literally oh. A-list celebrities. And I'm like, I, I, I'm so curious. Like, but but what you're saying, Stacey, is now you feel like we know your response. I feel like you're just so freaking cool yeah. that you're like, you oh. don't even, you're just like, you know what? I'm there to teach this A-list celebrity some medical things. Not yeah. like, holy crap, this is an A-list celebrity. Has there ever been a situation where you did freak out and you're like, oh, I can't believe I'm talking to this person? And who was it? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, there are a couple that come to mind. So I'm a huge fan. Like, I love musicals. Yeah. And I loved Wicked. And Adina Menzel yeah, is in the original, right? And so I totally was flustered yeah. meeting her. Um and yeah, because it brought up all this stuff from my youth. And I was like, oh my God, like this is the person's yeah. voice that like, I would see all the time. Like, you know, so that was one. And then um, I kind of got a little flustered when um, I interviewed um, Dr. Sanjay Gupta. For you Only because yeah. <laughs> my parents, yeah, like my parents have a photo with him in our oh living room gosh. or their living room. So like he's, I've literally like grown up walking past his yeah, photo like, in so our house funny. so you know it, it was kind of surreal so I think a lot of the stuff where it was hitting like younger parts of myself I got I got kind of flustered and I would definitely like fangirl yes. hey, wait that. sorry going yeah. back to Wicked for a second because I just found out some information first of all yes. I'm like thinking back to like how embarrassing it is like for like 10 years of my life I would always download the karaoke to and she goes no good deed goes unpunished and I'd be like in my room like pretending to do the spells and stuff I'm like oh my god I'm obsessed with Wicked yes. but also did you know that yes oh my gosh and your voice okay. is so beautiful oh wait did you not Stacey's so like a full professional singer wait, do you know that she this I'm so embarrassed right now because that I, is not a good example of it <laughs> no no I just I just think well, it's gorgeous. Thank you. Yes. Um, I am yeah. a professional singer, and that was not a good representation of it. Oh my gosh, I but was blown away. There's a new Wicked coming out, and um, uh, like they're doing like a movie version of it. And um, Cynthia oh Erivo, do you know who that is? She was like the lead in Color Purple. She's playing the Idina Menzel oh, part. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then wow. Ariana oh, Grande wow. is playing the... Oh, wow. um, which oh is like controversial because people are like, is she going to be able to do it as good as Christian Chenoweth and like all this stuff? Anyway, so right, as a Wicked fan, right. you got we got to watch this thing coming out. I think it's coming out in twenty twenty four though. So I'll talk. To, I'll talk to you oh, then. Okay, I'm definitely <laughs> going to watch that. Yeah, that's it's amazing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So that's so you were just like you were just cool with like yeah friggin' uh, what's his name Robert uh, Downey Jr. Dax Shepard Robert Downey <laughs> Jr. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Conan yeah, O'Brien. I guess, I guess, like, yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, with 
Conan, I mean, I was excited, but I wasn't like fan, like that kind of, you know, start like where you're getting flustered. You're kind of like, oh, wait, I should say something kind of stuff. I didn't have that with. And that's good. That's good. You can answer the questions. Unlike me, just like with my sister tapping me under the table. Kayla would just be like this, staring at the screen the whole time. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I guess. I have a, I have an advantage, right? Because it's like I'm playing the doctor role right. on the podcast. So like it's, you know, in med school, they train you how to like basically be on, right? So it's like I kind of resorted back to those things. But it, it definitely is yeah. interesting. Yeah. For Was sure. there anyone <laughs> that you interviewed that you were like super surprised by? Like, whoa, I didn't know this person was like, like not even in a bad way. Just like, <laughs> just in the way of like, whoa, this person's way more talkative than I thought. Like this actually, way- I'll give you an example. I was listening to Smartless actually, and I did not know that Adam Sandler oh, yes. was so mm-hmm. humble and nice and, and calm, calm and quiet and yeah. And I was like, whoa, that is doesn't like I thought he was gonna be like ha 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 like you know what I yeah, mean the whole yeah. time. And he was just yeah. like so yeah, humble yeah. and nice on that podcast. I'm like, that's really interesting because I would have never known his personality. So well, yeah, but was there- the difference yeah. the yeah. only thing I'm gonna just say the difference with with your podcast is it's very um like structured in the way of like they come on to tell their story. So I feel like you don't really get to just like chit chat with that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In fact, uh, when they come on, we hit record immediately. Oh, do you? Like, we don't have a period where we, like, just do chit-chat. Because, um, number one, a lot of them, they don't have time. They're busy. They're just like, go, go, go. Um, Yeah, and I'm just trying to think of that, the answer to the question, like... um, Many of them don't really have time. Like you're just in yeah. out, yes. and then they you, say you, you what they're. Yeah. So you don't you don't have a lot of time to like sort of chit chat yeah, 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 yeah. and for like shoot sure, the shit. For sure. But um, I'm just trying to think of like who. I mean, it's so hard. I mean, a lot of them across the board, they're um, they're a lot more profound than you would yeah. think. Like they might be playing characters that. Um, you know, are, are superficial, but then you actually like speak to them and you're like, Oh wow. Like there's so yeah. much layers yeah, yeah, of, yeah, yeah. of depth, but which, which I really appreciate. I mean, it's such a nice surprise. And of course, you know, the context, like when you're talking about these vulnerable medical issues, it, it brings out a lot of the psychology. Yes. I mean, so many of them have had like really challenging childhoods or, or struggles. And, and that's one of the things I love about the show. Like it, it allows us to really open mm-hmm. up those layers. And that's what, I, I think I actually said this to you when I emailed you like your show really like there was a lot of um, stories that were told that I'm like oh my god I thought I was the only one that did that or like I didn't realize right. that that stemmed from anxiety or I did like just things that you just right. don't think of and and so your podcast really makes right. you feel like it's it just like normalizes those things right yeah, that's awesome. so yeah so are right. you I know that Sean is is like a hypochondriac are you do you get like freaked i mean i definitely have some i mean i guess i it's harder as an md to be a hypochondriac because i know all the things um and so i mean i definitely have had my fair share of like crap to deal with for sure um but i think i've spent i i think like a lot of my hypochondria um was before med school and then I would go to med school and like learn a bunch of stuff and then realize like oh no you don't have hypochondria like you just have generalizing yeah. anxiety yeah. like that's what's going on or something you know and um I remember before med school I I loved this show called House House MD okay. where every episode was a patient case I am obsessed yeah. with that show yeah so it's so i told good. her to watch it and oh, she hasn't watched oh, yes, it yet yes, yes. okay yeah. I know what you're talking it's about, yeah. so good and you know what's funny i wanted to know i was discussing this with my boyfriend the other day yeah does that actually okay th- okay wait hold on i'm so excited yeah. right now because i feel <laughs> yeah. like i'll be able to actually find out the answer i've always wanted to know uh-huh. so you know how like they like so on house like they always like try to figure out this like problem and they go through all these yeah. things and he's like first of all we always say he's always right but they seem to never trust him at the beginning correct right right <laughs> like, yeah. Kayla, he's always right. And they're just like, no, that can't be it. Yeah. But anyway. Um, Sounds like a really good do, show. No, it is so good. <laughs> You're going to have a crush on everyone in the show. Okay. Anyway, do they actually yeah. take the time on some people's like cases, I would say, medical cases, and actually have a team that spends that amount of time on those people? Or, yeah. or they do? Yeah, but not, but not every case. So like... 
you know, in medicine, like in med school, the cases that most were most similar to house like episodes were usually um, cases that were with infectious disease specialists okay because the infectious disease specialist by the time you call them it's like they've they've had a lot of workup done and now like they really don't know what to do and so the infectious disease specialist would be like all right let's start at the beginning let's go through the story let's like look at their home environments let's like look at you know what the pets were doing blah 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 and um He'll, you know, it's like a mystery I show. Infectious like, disease. Yes. Yeah. He'll go to the house and be like, it'll end up being like the poison that the dog that it dripped into his food and then that got exactly. into the gr- like a whatever. And then yeah. that's why. But I always think like if I ever had anything wrong with me, I would want so bad for a yeah. team to be like that dedicated to figuring out the problem. And then I'm like, right. I, I would feel so bad for somebody that doesn't get that team. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Well, so hopefully you're never that sick as true. the people yeah. on the show. <laughs> yeah. True. But, but I'll tell you one thing the moment like literally semester one of med school I started watching house and I basically like I couldn't watch it anymore like I basically I would watch the show and within 15 minutes I'll be like oh well it's definitely this and you'd figure it out I would figure it out and then I would listen to them talking about it and I'd be like, oh my God, I can't believe he's suggesting this. It's obviously (laughs) this. And after a while, like I just couldn't watch the show anymore, honestly. And I'm so bummed because I loved it. I was obsessed (laughs) with it. And med school totally ruined it. Yeah. That's really, this really funny. This is so satisfying for me it's to like, hear It's like, I guess that would be the same thing as like a, an investigator probably doesn't love like crime Like shows, cop shows, right? Yeah. right? But that also makes me happy because that means they were talking about like legitimate Legit things on things. the show. yeah. Oh, I that's but they were just taking that's... too long to get there. They're taking for too long to get there. Well, there's yeah. so many, there's so many inaccuracies sometimes in that show. Not so many, but a few. Like, like there are some episodes where he's using his cane on the wrong side, given I his know. limp. And oh, I'm I know. always like, dude, that is not the way the game should be. <laughs> I know, I know. And like, yeah. and Kayla doesn't know this because she doesn't watch, but like his limp is like a really big deal. Like it's like, yeah. it creates all his. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you guys are not doing a great job. No, it's at, so good. talking this show up that you guys are both obsessed it's, with. I'm obsessed I with was anyway. obsessed with it. Yeah. yeah. You were, yeah. No, I still am. Um, okay, wait, can you give the definition? Because we're just like talking about hypochondriacs as if everybody knows what it is. But can you give the definition of like and tell us like the differences between like anxiety and and being a hypochondriac because or is it just anxiety? i'm actually like interested to know if i'm a hypochondriac or so just... so hi so we're talking about hypochondriasis which is the the medical term um okay. you know labeling someone as a hypo- hypochondriac is someone who suffers from hypochondriasis where basically okay. it's <laughs> it's kind of like this preoccupation it's like this fear of getting a disease or having a disease Mm -hmm. even though you've been evaluated and you've been given reassurance and it's basically someone who misinterprets a bodily symptom for the fear of a disease um so it has to do with like bodily symptoms generally like it can't be like i have a fear of like death so not- yeah, fear of death would not follow under hypochondriasis. Okay. Um, it has to generally do with symptoms happening in the body that are being misinterpreted for another illness. Even though yes. you've gone to your doctor and you've been told it's okay, okay. there's sort of this like persistent, um, unrealistic worry um, about having this illness. Um, and yeah. And do you believe like? D- I I feel like I fully believe this, but if you tell me to not believe it, then I won't. That you can like bring on symptoms, like if you are a hypochondriitis, or if you or have hypochondriasis, yeah. or also yes, if you yes. have it's it. also known as illness anxiety disorder, actually. Illness anxiety disorder. Yeah. Okay, so if you have that, do you believe you can like truthfully bring on symptoms and like have those symptoms because you're so nervous about it and stressed about it i do i think it's possible to create um neurological patterns in your brain using your Mm -hmm. mind to create physical ailments um that's crazy like if you okay like if you just um took your hands and you just kept saying like my hands are tingly my hands are tingly my hands are tingly my hands are tingly like 
you'll start like to notice. My, <laughs> my, hands, my hands are full. Yeah, tingling like right now. Start, I feel like so, my body is so like you numb. Can, you can like create that. Like you're, the mind yeah. you know, is actually very powerful. And it's pot, like they don't really understand like why someone develops hypochondriasis. Yeah. Um, you know, I think there's a lot, a lot to it, but, um, but yeah, I think, I think we, we can do a lot. We can do a lot with our mind. Yeah. And is there a cure for that? Well, yeah. So to not think that way. Yeah. Anymore? So basically you want to treat kind of the underlying root cause. So like, um, in Sean's case, right? Like in the early episodes, he would share about a lot of these fears that he had mm-hmm. and we would go through each one. Um, and eventually, uh, I introduced him to this book called um, The Mind-Body Prescription by Dr. John Sarno, which actually is a great resource to help work through the physical symptoms you have and what are the emotions driving them. Um, and that okay. that is one way or one tool of sort of like working through hypochondriasis. It's a great book um, if, if you haven't sort of explored it. Um, and then, you know, I think getting ongoing reassurance, like doing somatic-based processes, somatic therapies, all of that can help. I think, uh, sort of, uh, mm. slowly work through that. Yeah. Do you think that being on this podcast with Sean, that you've helped him? Well, I think like he would, I, think I would, he say would yes. have to be the one to, to answer that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, I think it, <laughs> yeah, she's being humble. The answer is yeah, yes. But like, I, I, do think, <laughs> yeah. I do think therapy really does help with hypochondriasis. For um, sure. but yeah, yeah, if he was here, uh yeah I, I i would love to hear what he would have to say <laughs> <laughs> i well, can't believe you haven't asked this i bet you like, i yeah. bet you like talking through it has yeah. to help yeah just yeah. talking if you have a doctor there too don't you think that's that what make i you mean like better? hearing the medical terms and hearing like why this wouldn't happen or why yeah like i feel like yeah, it, yeah. i mean I, there was sure. a moment sure. like one time this is now over a year later where someone you know when we first started um uh, recording he had this issue where he was he felt like he was peeing too much and he thought he was gonna have an issue because of that and we did this whole episode around like urination and drinking too much water and stuff anyways like a year later someone calls in and is like i am was listening to some old episodes and i heard this episode and i had the same thing and so we went back to that and and we talked about it and then i said like sean it's so interesting like a year later this doesn't bother you at all like it was very clear that like this was a non-issue now so like he had successfully like worked through it and i can't remember what exactly i said but i think it was just like the reassurance like hey it's okay and this and that yeah Yeah, for sure coming from a medical professional i would be like that makes me feel very reassured and not just like your sister yeah yeah yeah, totally (laughs) and and i do think uh, so much of the podcast is like normalizing things for people because I think, mm-hmm. you know, we, we are, we've like created this culture of pathology and I spend a lot of time on the show just being like, Hey, actually like that makes a lot of sense that you would explain, you would have that, you know? And yeah. I, I, I think that's really therapeutic. Something that I, that I found really interesting that I like related to with my life right now is when you had Megan trainer on. Oh my and gosh. She was Megan. talking, she was talking about biting her, fingers yeah. and how yeah. she Skin just picking so yeah, my son i have a nine-year-old and six-year-old and well we yeah. obsessively pick our lips yeah we're always okay. going like this but my yeah. son actually yeah. cc i don't even know if you know this about i don't him. he uh-huh. when he gets anxious he like it's it's like literally makes me I, cringe talking about it, but it uh-huh. like he rips his nails off and rips yeah. his skin off. And right. I know I've, I started noticing it when, whenever he's anxious, but mm-hmm. I talked to him about it the other day and it was, it was kind of like what Megan was saying. First mm-hmm. name basis. No, I'm just <laughs> Megan yeah, yeah, trainer yeah. <laughs> was saying like, she, she does it because she, it's not even an option in her head. She just sees it and she enjoys it. And she likes when there's pieces that she can pick off. And I was mm-hmm. talking to my son Monroe and he was saying the same thing. He was saying, what I I want like I just it's something that I'm doing it right now I see it and I just need it's not an option like I have to do it and Mm -hmm. I thought about your podcast and I Mm -hmm. thought about okay this is like normal because before like maybe if I hadn't heard your podcast I would have been like what the frig is wrong with my kid why is he ripping Mm -hmm. his nails (laughs) can I tell you a fun fact about Mm -hmm. Megan Trainer? yeah yeah I I had to get I had to be Megan Trainer's replacement 
on the show Blues Clues. I don't even know if we've talked about this on the podcast. She was on Blues Clues? So, yes. So she's the, a rainbow on Blues Clues. Like it's like a cartoon rainbow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she um, couldn't do it anymore and they needed somebody to replace her, but they didn't want somebody to replace her and just like be a new voice. They wanted them to do an impression of Megan Trainer. So I oh, got the job. Oh my gosh. And wow. I'm the Megan Trainer rainbow now, but trying to sound like Megan Trainer. And I remember when I was doing the voice, they're like, your voice is way too intense. She's way cooler sounding than you. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I had to be like, <laughs> like just kind of like change my voice to like sound like Megan Trainer. And yeah, and, yeah, we, and when I well when we were doing it, like they're like, you know, you kinda have, and I kept saying my words Canadian. There's a time where I had to say sorry and they're uh-huh. like, you have to say sorry and yeah, like all this yeah. stuff. So basically I th- every time I hear Megan Trainer, I'm like, she has no idea. But there's this random girl in Canada who now has to act as the rainbow as Megan Trainer. Oh <laughs> so, God. It's that so is so weird. Specific and random. I, yeah. Like that is such a thing. My God. No, I know, I know. And there's these really cool songs that I always get to sing on Blue Clues now that are just this rainbow girl singing but everyone still is supposed to think it's Megan That's Trainor. incredible. Wow. Wow. That if is she incredible. Only knew. If she only wow, so knew. So Blue's Clues is still running like after oh, all yeah. these years. Different it's... different like um, what host do you call guy. him? Like yeah, the, yeah. His name was Steve back when yeah, I remember yeah. it. Yeah. Yes. Like, now what's his name now? I can't uh, remember, I can't remember. Wow. But they're being super inclusive now and like, like they're making sure to you know talk about different things like the show is actually really good now yeah it's, it's very different than before like it's now yeah it's very mm-hmm. how but it's still it's still going isn't that yeah. crazy the more you <laughs> know yeah. i know right i know I yeah know. totally okay do you want to play like a quick little game yeah yeah yeah. let's play a game okay, let's play a game. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. so i'm just gonna ask, it's actually like not really a game it's, yeah, it's just not called like game. fast 10 so i'm just gonna ask you 10 questions they're the most random questions of all time okay but i just i'm like very curious of your answers okay, okay. Um, okay, first one. What is your biggest pet peeve? Oh, um, like people that, um, (laughs) 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 Um, like, um, (laughs) so, so specific. Like, I can't stand it when people, you know, when they yell talk, you know, like when you're at a bar. Oh no, I feel like we're yelling talking this entire interview. (laughs) It's not possible to yell talk through Zoom. Like, okay. have you ever been at a bar and someone's talking to you and they're it's really loud, so then they have to yell talk to you? I I fucking yes. can't stand that. Shit. Oh, like they have they have to because they it's have so to. loud. Yeah, like yeah. I that I just can't like yeah I hate that. Like I just it's so specific. I'm, I'm just like, can we just step outside and speak? Like just I can't. I hate like it's yell either talking. don't talk at all yeah. or step outside. Yeah, like I okay. just, yeah. When I was in school, so I went to school for musical theater, <laughs> they had a specific, I'm, I am not, this is so stupid now that I'm thinking about it. They had a specific class one day talking about yell talking in a bar. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And they said, as singers, you cannot raise your voice to these levels oh, or wow. you're going to lose your voice. Oh, interesting. So they're like, whenever you're at a bar or a club, especially singers that are going to be singing in bars or clubs or whatever, yeah. you have to do this thing where you make sure the person goes to the side and you have to talk in their ear oh, wow. so that you're not yell talking at the bar. Oh my gosh. This is so funny because I remember at the time being like, "This is the dumbest." When will class this ever be I've, used? Yeah, oh my god, then super. I'd useful. go out and then the, and then sing somewhere, and then the next day my voice would be lost yeah. because the levels at which people are talking at, if they actually like heard the person by themselves and the bar wasn't there, is full screaming. Yeah, yeah. And so, oh my so gosh, that's why you I lose wish your I voice. could take that class and like yeah. get the booklet. <laughs> yeah. I would just be I distributing know. copies of that curriculum. Uh, I know. Yeah. Oh my god. Just bring it to the bar with you. And yeah. every time. So someone talks to me now I'll be like I, I try to get them to do the trend of don't look me in the eyes yeah, talk, talk in my to the ear, ear and I'll talk in your yeah. ear but sometimes people get freaked out by it and especially during COVID too they don't like when you get close to their face right. yeah. so understandably but there's so. a whole thing that's so funny because that is like traumatic for singers oh my gosh they, they don't want a loud talk well I'm not a singer per se uh, <laughs> but yeah I like follow the singer's law of no yell talking <laughs> yeah. no yell talking that's so funny <laughs> 
Okay, what is a secret talent that you have? So we always like give an example. Like, I'm so bad at art. Yeah. But for some reason, I can like watercolor paint. Like, like an artist. Like a pro. Oh, nice. Like, so, so weird. And like Stacy can just sew anything if you give her clothes. Like she'll just sew it. Oh, but people okay, don't know. Nice. But people don't know this about me. They'll be yeah. like, oh, yeah. you know how to like alter clothing. Yeah. So it's like a weird. Do you have a talent? weird one that pe- maybe not everybody knows about? I don't know if it's weird, but I I'm sure not very many people know unless I like invite them to my home but like I cook and I like can cook <gasps> like really good yeah. at it. and I like love it oh. and I love cooking for people but it's not something that you know I've been very public I don't post you know photos yes. or anything about it but I I'm so okay what's your like go-to so like what's for me it's always like the challenge so I I I like to work with whatever seasonal so right now it's winter time so oh. I'm doing a lot of like stews and roasted things like oh, roasted God. pumpkins and like oh. stewed lamb and like cooking it different style and I I, I love and then in the summer I switch to like more raw stuff that's like seasonal and and more like juicy wet stuff so I love the challenge of that so like every night like I don't know what I'm gonna make because I'm gonna like figure out like what's available seasonally what you know what makes sense because of the temperature like I don't do like raw stuff in the winter and yeah so I like love that and the, the feedback I've gotten from people is that like I it's good um, so you're like a badass cook. Well, I don't Kate, know badass, also, but but decent. No, you are. <laughs> this is another thing too that I think is so funny. The our, our one of our questions yeah. is what game show That's do you think I was you gonna could win? You and I bet you you could win oh, one of those yeah. like yeah. for sure chopped or like yeah. one of those oh ones where you just kind of have to make Would you would you ever go on one of those for fun? Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Do it. One of them. Yeah. I'd totally oh my gosh! Do you it. should do it. I oh, can you imagine being such a good cook that you cook based on the season? This is like this is crazy. Like, I have friggin' chili in the summer because that's all I know how to make. Like, I don't know how is... to make chili. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm hilarious. so jealous. And yeah, like, probably, oh, she probably uses all, like, fresh ingredients I know. and stuff. Okay, and the fact well, that there's... that sentence is the seasons is, like, so, that is so, so advanced. So, just some background. Like, there's a reason why that developed. It's because I have, like, a life-threatening allergy to nuts. Oh. And so... Going out to eat historically because they, you know, it could be contaminated. It's always been like a really stressful thing. Yes. And so because of the food allergies, I was like, you know what? Why don't I just start cooking at home because it's safer? But then I was like, wait, this doesn't taste good. Like this needs to taste better. And I just kept doing it again and again. And finally I was like, yeah, this tastes good. Like, and that's how I got into it. But yeah, it wasn't. That's, that's really smart. Like (laughs) it it makes sense. (laughs) sense. See, like I am just like, I'm a bad cook and I'm like, I love when people cook for me and like, I'll just eat anything people will cook for me. Let me know when you're in town. I'll invite you over and cook you a nice meal. (laughs) I want it. We have to, we have to come every season. Yeah, we're going to, then we have to like, We have to get all the different tapes. We're going to come every season, Priyanka. Okay, who is your goal guest to have if you could pick anyone in the world? Yes, I want to invite... um, I want Malayla... um, Malayla. Oh my God, what's her last name? Um, This is Oh, and I don't even... I'm like scared that I'm not going to know her name. Oh yeah, okay, okay. It's... it's, um, Her name is... Malayla Yousafzai, she was um, this little, you know, she was, she's no longer, she's an adult Pakistani woman living in the, in the UK now. But when she was younger, she was shot in the face by the Taliban. And then <gasps> her body, like she almost died, but then she went to the UK as a refugee. And then she became this, this advocate for Whoa. women's rights, women's education. And the reason she was shot in the face was because she was advocating for women's literacy in Pakistan. Oh my God. I just got like and full shivers. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Like I just think she's a super interesting person and yes. she's like an activist and I'm just, wow. and she won the Nobel peace prize at some point um, for yeah. her work. And I would love, love, love to interview her. So Malayla, oh are you going to like, are you going to reach you out? Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have to make, this you happen. have to, yeah, you have to reach out. Yeah. I think we've tried. <laughs> it's, it's crazy because you're, you say that answer and Kayla would be like Kim Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Well, Stace, I would take Kim don't too tell. as well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I okay. would love to interview Kim as well 
I, I, I think Kim has, um, she has some medical thing that I wanted to talk to her about. Or like, um, I'd love to interview, has, like, apparently Lady Gaga has fibromyalgia. I want to interview her at some point. It was point. in her, um, it was in her documentary, Five Feet Tall. She, yeah. she talks about it and how she has to get like massages and stuff because of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. Um, okay. What is your biggest fear? It can be like stupid. Like mine's sharks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is my biggest fear? Um, it always blows my mind when people hesitate on this answer. Like, does this just mean you're not scared of anything? I feel like she out of anybody would be the one that was like, like I she'd don't be really fine know. with just yeah. like a spider. She'd leave the spider on her wall for sure. Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, I've just, because, you know, in medicine, you face so much. Oh, yeah. It's true, It's yeah. kind of like, I've, I've spent a lot of time, like, in fear, being in fear. And I feel like you're, like, desensitized now a little bit, I mean, right? I definitely feel fear. Like, I mean, last night I was meditating, and I felt fear. And it was, I think it was just, like, existential fear. Like, fear of fear itself. Mm. Like, it was just, there was nothing specific. It was just the fear that's part and parcel of the human experience. Like, But see, that's so deep when Kayla would be fearing that there was, like, a ghost behind her while she's meditating or whatever. You know what sure. I mean? Or I like, thought that's where she was going with it. I thought, I thought she was going to say, like, when I was meditating, I heard a noise or something. Well, I mean, maybe, no, like, maybe there was a ghost. I don't know. Like, I mean, She's just trying to pretend like, she's scared it's, of it. It's just like, you know, that's the thing. Like, at some point, there's like this fear that you can't escape like as long as you are a human being you're always Mm. gonna have that fear and so it's kind of just like the fear of fear itself um yeah so she's not scared of anything we'll go to the the next session (laughs) i kind of feel silly that my answer is wasps Because I have a life-threatening nut allergy, and I'm like, yeah, okay, that's horrifying. I, I've gone that through is... these scenarios where I'm like, okay, you eat nuts, like you don't have an EpiPen, like you die, Ooh. like yeah, that's I've gone through those yeah. scenarios, and like to be really honest, like I'm okay, like if it was my time, then it's oh, my time. Wow. You know what I mean? I need like, this like zen um, in my life. I know, like, that's <laughs> I know, really great. I know. Uh, what's your go-to karaoke song? <laughs> Oh, that's a great question. Um, oh my gosh. Okay, um, this is really like not what you're gonna expect. Um, so uh, it's from The Lion King, and it's Scar song. Be prepared. Stop it. Oh my god. Yes. I would be pay prepared. so much money oh to see Priyanka Wally sing. Be yes. prepared. I like. There is something about that song that awakens my inner. Ten-year-old. Have you done it? Like, have you went? Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm not. Yeah. Like, I've done I was like, it. is I've it available it. in the karaoke book at the bar? Because I feel no, like it's, it's not. No, it's more like, like, I was in, I actually, uh, I was working with, uh, it was actually a singing class, and we had an accompanist. So, yeah. I to- that was the song I chose, and I, I I was, like, working on it. Um, I, like, love, I don't know, there's something about, first of all, Scar as a character, like, we always attribute him as the villain, but like he's actually deeply traumatized. Like he Sorry, really know, has you're right, the but it's scar. Just... <laughs> like, like he literally like, has a scar. A scar. You know what I mean? He's and traumatized like, physically and mentally. He was like the yeah. you know the brother that wasn't like the big strong one. He didn't get yeah. enough love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I'm yeah. just like I'm just like the character. It's just so I I'm so like intrigued by that, and yeah. so like. The song is about someone who like wants his time. Like he he's the line, he's like, yeah. you know, saluted, respected, seen for the the wonder I am. This like, is literally the lyrics of the show, of the song. Yeah, like it's, saluted, it's respected, <laughs> seen for the wonder I am. It's just, it's just like so oh it, just, it brings me so much joy to sing that. Yeah. And also oh. because like I rarely get to, you know, it's like, when in my regular life do I get to be evil? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. I have to, like, I ha- you know, I, I work as this healer. So, like, it's like my one chance to, like, be this evil character. Yeah. yeah. Just, oh, my the God. The most so evil fun. she's oh ever God, gotten is that. singing karaoke to be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's wait. so good. I have a question for you. Really big trigger for me in my life. Did you see the new Lion King? I actually did not because I like it's such a special 
piece of art, like the original yeah. for me. And it, it's, it like holds such a deep part in my heart. I was like, I'm, I, I don't want to, I'm not ready to like change also, that. Also, you're going to be so, so mad. And this it. is why I was triggered when I watched it because I love the song Be Prepared and they mess with it. They they, yeah. they don't do it the same way. They take out all the what? lyrics. He doesn't sing it. What? He just says at the beginning, oh, no. he, he like kind of like not raps it, but like obviously the guy who's the character like can't sing. So they took out the whole song yeah. and he's like, you never <sighs> saw Bob. Then just one time goes, be prepared. (laughs) And I'm like, I was watching, I'm like, wait, this iconic song is not in it so don't watch it you'll you'll oh be so goodness. mad at if, if i was triggered i'm so glad i'm not yeah. watching it if i was yeah. triggered then you're the, well you might like this version of scar because they make him kind of like darker no, and like no. a little bit more sad actually so oh interesting <laughs> no i mean there's so many like even the part of the song where they go into dialogue with the hyenas yes. scar and the hyenas like no king no king na 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 and scar's like fools i will <laughs> be king <laughs> you know it's like Yes, like that's what I want to see. That can you imagine Priyanka at a karaoke bar, like doing all the characters? Like they'd be like, "This is a psychopath." In our someone's like, Like, someone before you's like, "Wake me up before (laughs) you go go," and then you're like, "Listen." (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that's the best karaoke song ever. I love it. Um, Okay, who is your biggest celebrity crush? Biggest celebrity crush. I mean, I have so many. I have hit so, us with a couple. Literally, so many. Um, I mean, probably like uh, you know, between um, Adina Menzel, Sanjay Gupta, Sean Hayes, like all of the yep. above. Like I have crushes on all Me of them. Me too. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like, I I just they're uh. I can't. I don't think it would be justice <laughs> yeah. to like yeah. Okay. Yeah, choose yeah, yeah, one, yeah, yeah. right? Like, there's um, so okay. Many. What this is weird, but what is your like all time favorite animal? No, you have to. Now you want to change it. You changed. It. I want to change it to exotic animal because someone one time was like, "Well, can I say a dog?" And then I was like, "I don't know. Can you?" So, what's your all time <laughs> favorite yeah. exotic animal? I think. I think for me, it has to be like a lion. Okay. Not because of the lion. Oh, yeah. or anything, but like, <laughs> You're obsessed. like she's obsessed I, with. Yeah, the lion like King. I. I mean, I am obsessed with the Lion King, but no, the I, lions are awesome. Um, yeah, like I, I, there's something about their energy mm-hmm. that I'm just like, yeah. And also, full disclosure, like I love growling. Like it's okay, something I do wait. to discharge my energy. What? Like it's actually like therapeutic. Yeah. So I do think I am part like tiger, lion, whatever Hang you want to call it. On cat a minute. Can you please growl? <laughs> wait, wait, oh yeah, totally. <laughs> so it depends. Like if it's like if I'm low key like need to discharge then i'll just be like like if i'm low-key irritated then i'll be like (sighs) (laughs) and then if i'm if i'm like if it's bigger then it'll be like (laughs) like by yourself shake my head too yeah yeah, i'll do it by myself yeah this is okay (laughs) yeah okay i have another side story here so (laughs) yeah i'm currently playing the lion in the wizard of oz I forgot about that. Yeah. So, so there's a part where there I have to. So, (laughs) when I first come on stage and I have to scare like Dorothy and them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It says in the script, growl. And I was like so stressed because I'm like, I don't know how to growl. And I went back and referenced the movie, and thank goodness he didn't either because he just goes, That's all he does, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yawns. Yeah, because he, he goes, yawns, right. So that's how I growl. But yeah. then at the end, they say, You have to give one big roar and growl. Yeah. And I, I, yeah. I was like losing sleep over this. I'm like, I do not know how to do this. So instead, mm. I don't growl. I just said, Can I just do a big riff, like a singing riff? Uh, so, so I'm okay. supposed to go, but I didn't know how to do it, so I just go like, and I do this big oh, thing, and I love oh, thank that. you. But I was originally <laughs> supposed to go, and I didn't know how to do it because I was so mm. insecure that I was going to make a weird sound. Yeah. And then we have Priyanka here, who's would be perfect for the lion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously, I, I was so scared of that part because I was like, I don't know how to roar. <laughs> interesting yeah yeah, yeah. so she's you know just it going makes off. a lot of sense yeah it makes a lot of sense because i i you know at least when I, it's not like i just was roaring from day one like that also <laughs> was something 
I like worked up to yeah. and I just realized like the more I got deeper into my body like the more there was this like wild animal like itching to get yeah. out that like I had just kept in to fit societal expectations yeah and saying that roar was an expression of that part of yeah. myself and, and that was a process so it t- makes total sense that you wouldn't like be comfortable no, I wasn't at roaring all. like that yeah and it's yeah. you must have in a different life had some sort of connection to like a lion like you must have been a lion in oh, a different hell life yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's For so sure. cool. Like, I'm pretty sure it was the story is like I was part of a pack of lions and then we all got in a big fight. Yeah. And like, that's my family today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They're all doctors <laughs> and they're all lions. Yeah. 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 That's okay. So funny. Um, I want to end. So we always end this podcast and I, I believe I asked you or your yeah or whatever yeah okay so you wanted um, a confession yes. yes so we were wondering yeah, if you so, had a juicy one yeah so i this is a confession it's it's not good <laughs> it's really not good like we don't it's care. embarrassing <laughs> um but like i you know and i don't even know if the if i'm allowed to say this because it might not be but like i like, <laughs> I was like i'm gonna anyway so, so like yeah, because I'm I'm not. Wait, can we edit this? Yeah. What, what's that? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um. Okay. So like, um, like I speed. That's the what? when I drive. That oh, like I speed, and uh, it's really embarrassing because there's no need to. Like I always give myself plenty of time, and uh, th- it's not like I'm always running late. But I do it because it like it feels really good. It's the like, thrill. She's a thrill it's seeker. The thrill. So I'm if like you're one going of those like people. okay, so it's not kilometers per hour. It's my, so so it's, they're they're like regulars, like like highways, like what seventy miles per hour that you're supposed no, to go. No, it's like uh, so on the highway it's sixty five. Oh, and right. you yeah. go what? Well. I, I can't say, right, because then I'd be admitting to, like, you know, I'd be admitting to making, like, breaking the law. So I Imagine a police me, officer just... knocked on your door because they were like, I was listening to I have to call <laughs> my sister. sister. Yeah. yeah. And you've yeah, admitted exactly. from the United yeah. States of America. So I can't, I can't, I can't say, but the, but the truth is, um, I, I'm definitely ashamed because it doesn't need to be like that. And um, <laughs> do, you, do you get pulled over and, often? Yeah, it's just embarrassing. Yeah, have you ever pulled over? Do you get what? pulled over often? I've definitely gotten pulled over for sure. Okay. And um, like I've never been able to talk my way. You get a it, ticket every time. Uh, unfortunately. Yeah. No, I've definitely gotten a ticket. But I, but I've like cooled <laughs> off now. So now I'm like really just like good. But it is a thing and I'm not proud of it. No, and, I'm um, constantly speeding. Okay. So, so here's the thing. I also speed. But I've noticed that when someone doesn't speed and someone does speed, they arrive at the destination at the same time. And I do not understand how that like math. Okay, so sometimes for the fun of it, I will go well over 40, like 40 over the speed limit. Wait, so 40 in us is less because that sounds shocking to her. Oh, 40 over. Like say say the highway is like 100 kilometers. So ours is 100, which would be your 65. And yeah, I'll go yeah. like 140. You will? Just just to see how many minutes I can knock off the GPS. <laughs> it yeah. never yeah, yeah, yeah. knocks off time. Which yeah. So if I was I going the consistent, if I was going consistently the speed limit the, the world has asked me to, am I going to arrive there at the same time or am I going to arrive there not when the GPS is saying? Yeah. Does yeah, the GPS just yeah. assume that we're going to speed? No, I think the GPS assumes we're staying compliant right. with it, <laughs> for sure. Like, you know. So how does that and make I'm sense? And I'm almost on the fence about whether this should be the confession or if I should come up with a different No, this confession. is all right. I love it. Do you want to know why? Because this whole time, you're like, I'm not scared of this. I'm not scared of that, whatever. And then her confession is, guys. But I'm scared of the law. I'm scared <laughs> you're scared of the law. We found this I am scared of the law. That's 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 your fear. You fear. Yes. I fear the law. <laughs> I fear the cops. That's, that's what I fear. This is why it's that's a perfect so confession because I because yes. as someone like yourself who's a thrill seeker, I thought you were gonna say, like, one time I jumped off a cliff and I was floating. Whatever. Nope. Just the police. <laughs> yeah, no. I fear the police. Yeah. That's so true. And that's the truth. I love how I'm like, well, there's fear itself. Yeah. It's like, bitch, you fear the police. Shut the fuck up. That's so funny. Oh, my that's God. So funny. Oh, my God. Like, I, I want 
wonder is... so bad how fast she's gone. I know. You know just okay, like, pretend like, when you were younger, wink, wink, how fast yeah. have you gone? Oh my gosh. So it's so embarrassing. I mean, when I was younger, um, oh my God, the worst ticket I probably ever got, I was a med student. <laughs> and Yeah, uh, if you got the ticket, you're not was... admitting fault. You already been charged for it. Yeah, no, this is a you historical thing. Yeah. Now. Yeah. So <laughs> I was a med student and um oh my god, people like people are totally gonna judge me for this. So <laughs> let's just say I was going I was going like um let's say like f- like 40 miles per hour 40 higher miles than over the, so the listed. That? So yeah. that would so be significantly higher. Like 895, 105. So that would be for us. I don't know what that is. That's like 160. Like extra. No, like, yeah, like, it was it was like it was like down. I couldn't even I couldn't even argue with the cop. Like, like I, I was know. just like I was like yeah, like I, I was speeding, it. Like, yeah. just and you were just ticket. like going to school. Gonna... Like it wasn't like you <laughs> yeah, were doing yeah. anything. And, you, and and it was so embarrassing because I was like, well, I'm a medical student. <laughs> yeah. And he was just like, dude, get it together. <laughs> yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like it was so embarrassing. Oh like, my God, and then so I had funny. to, I showed up late anyway because <laughs> yeah. I got the ticket. And yeah. they were like, why were you late? I was like, oh, I got a speeding ticket. And then I had to like confess again yeah, uh, yeah. everything, you know, like, oh yeah, I was going this and even they were like that's pretty fast <laughs> yeah. I was like I know like I'm sorry like so I've cooled down significantly yeah, yeah. but I've definitely like had some had your moments days. Yeah, yeah can you imagine she's like when she's actually in a rush like you'd be going like way higher than that yeah. no I think I think if I'm actually in a rush I'll just be like I'm telling you, I do it for the thrill. Yeah. Not yeah. Because, so you know it's what not I mean? when like, she's in a rush. Yeah, that's yeah. so interesting. So when I'm in a rush, I'll just be like texting like, I'm going to be late. Not texting while I'm driving. I'm like, okay. I'll, I'll be like calling, not hands-free call, like just being like, hey, I'm going to be late or something yeah. like that. You oh, know, my gosh. oh, my gosh. Well, yeah. you're, you are a badass. Woo, that confession like, made me sweat. Woo. I was like under. Oh, man, that's hilarious. Oh, my I, God. Can I, when you first said it, I was in shock because I thought you said, I do speed. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. Like, are you okay? No. And then I was like, she does oh what? Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. That oh my god! Really funny. Okay, oh. well, Priyanka, you are like better than I even ever imagined. It's true. Oh, You're this was so such a funny. delight, you oh, two. Thank I, you so just, much for giving us the chance. The two Canadian absolutely. girls, and we, yeah, we love it. And if you ever, you know, don't have any A-list celebrities for your podcast, <laughs> we're, we're here. Have I'll be, sister. I'll be ready to go. Be prepared. Yeah. <laughs> yes, duet. We, I need someone to play the hyena role so oh, we can yes. play duet. Yeah, I'm ready. I, and I, just uh, quickly tell everyone where they can find you and your podcast and everything. Yeah, yeah. So I'm on uh, the social channels at Wally Priyanka and Actor releases every Wednesday on all of the podcast channels. And uh, yeah, check it's it out. Amazing. It's amazing. It's the best thing ever. Yeah. Thank you so much, oh, Priyanka. Thank you, you too. This was so much oh, good. fun. I'm glad you had fun. Thank you for your confession. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, thanks, Priyanka. Bye. I have to call my sister. Hey, when you rate, review, subscribe, it helps us out. Because we love them what we do without a doubt. So we want to thank you for taking the time. Oh, so here we go. We busting, we busting around. Oh, this is our podcast. We're here to stay. My name is Kayla. This is Stacy K. Okay, that. Uh, I have to call my sister. Hey, hey, you there? Kayla, stop. You heard it here first. Okay, never mind. We're not doing you the rap anymore. Heard it here first. Oh my god. That's what I'm talking about. Hey ho. Uh.